0: Welcome to the Radio Plasma Podcast, a space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega, and today we are gonna talk about Scouting. I want to welcome to our Plasma Media Lab studio Leslie Berg, District Executive of the Boy Scouts of America. Leslie, welcome and thank you for being here with us. Thank you. So we are here to talk about the mission of the Boy Scouts and particularly the local involvement in our community.
1: The Boy Scouts of America has been around for over a hundred years. We're excited to say that. We have two main programs. We have our Cub Scout program, which is for boys ages five to 10, and then our Boy Scout program, which is boys ages 11 to 18. We focus on personal development and character development, someone enhancing their good character traits, their trustworthiness, their loyalness, their helpfulness, their kindness. And with that, we also teach them outdoor skills, which is what we are traditionally known for.
0: So what is right now the status? What are the options and the possibilities for the community to get involved and to sign up to become Scouts?
1: So we are a volunteer-led organization, which means we rely heavily on volunteers to donate their time and their energy to teach the youth the skills that we have asked of them. We have a great program that's already written out for an adult to help and be a leader and a mentor to the boys. Right now in Holyoke, we have one Cub Scout Pack, which is very exciting, and they meet up at Medcalf School. They're a really good group of mixed ages. They're from kindergarten on up to 5th grade and there's a, there's like 20 boys in there now and they have about 10 parents that are helping out so we're really excited about that boys the boy scouts have always had a really long standing and a true meaning in helping their community we're a very civic organization where we believe that a youth should give back to the home that they live in the community that they that they're part of so we are very big into doing cleanup days for Earth Day, cleaning up around churches, helping the needy. We just had our Boy Scout troop in South Hadley just did a Thanksgiving dinner where they brought dinners to the homebound and elderly. So it's wonderful. So the opportunities are endless as to what you can do. Even if you were not to want to donate your time every week. But if you were to say, I have a special skill in one particular area and you would be willing to come in and teach the boys or have the boys come to your organization and for them to learn something from you, that is a great opportunity for any child to see what there is to do in, in their own community, their home. So,
0: How has been the response? You mentioned you have a group of uh, approximately 20 20 kids. How do you see their response, their interaction, their engagement on the activities that you provide for them?
1: They they have done an amazing job and they love it. They are so thrilled. And we know this because every week they ask, is it Scouts today? Is it Scouts today? And so we know that every Monday they're excited to come and learn something new and do something new. Something that's outside of the box of what they do in a traditional school setting.
0: I'm curious about the number of families that you have uh, right now providing services. How diverse it is? How do you see the distribution in terms of the population that is being uh, involved right now?
1: We would love for it to be a little more diverse than what it is. Um, Having Volunteers that um, are bilingual would help us out in that department. So right now we're struggling with getting volunteers that have the ability to speak both English and Spanish.
0: So this is an important thing to mention. And and thank you for, for sharing that, Leslie, because I believe many people in the audience that are aware of the needs of services and activities that are so important for kids, for our youth. And having this possibility of providing that support, being bilingual and being that lead, uh, providing that mentorship for kids definitely should be something that should be considered. And now possibly this could be the chance to know about how to get involved or how to approach and how to engage with the scouts here in Holyoke.
1: Oh, and we and you don't have to say oh i have every week that i can donate an hour of my time but even if you had the opportunity to say i'm really good at fixing cars and i could take a group of boys for an hour or two and week i could show them the basics of car care or if you had the ability to You know, you had a great outdoor space that you would want the boys to come, even if it's not an overnight campout, but just a time for them to go outside and hike, to be part of nature, to know it, to see it, and to feel it. Those are the areas that we would love to also have help in, not just in that every day you know, or every week meeting time, but just those once-in-a-while meeting spaces. Every time that a boy goes out to what we call go-see-its it, as it's their field trips, that enhances what they've learned not only in school but also within our program. We're showing them that they can apply skills that we've taught them to real life. It's applicable. So any help would be good.
0: How did you get involved in the Scouts? Oh, what was your motivation to be part of it?
1: So I have, I have a long history in scouting, and I have had the great benefit of seeing all areas of scouting. I started out helping my eldest sister with my nephew to run a day camp in Florida, and I was a teenager myself, and I was very naive to understanding how to lead a group of six-year-olds. I learned very quickly the difference between being a dictator and being a leader. Being a leader does not mean just people doing what you tell them to do. So I learned very quickly. As I got older and I had children of my own, I was very fortunate to be able to be their leader within scouting. And then I got the greatest opportunity and I was able to run a Boy Scout camp. And when I got the opportunity to run Boy Scout camp, which I did for several summers, I learned that these little Cub Scouts that I had during the winter that would come to my house and I would teach them something and we would go on these field trips and I've spent more nights in museums than I could possibly ever imagine, but what a cool experience it was, that these little Cub Scouts were going to be these big Boy Scouts and that these boys were going to be the boys that I relied on to help me run a camp that put 600 people through a year. And that taught me that there was purpose here, that there was meaning. I got to see from the very first moment that they joined scouting to the very highest rank of Eagle, and I have been able to stay in touch with all the kids that I ever had on staff. I now know they've all gone on to some sort of higher learning, and those that were much older, and I don't want to divulge my age, so <laughs> I won't tell you. <laughs> um, my, those boys that are now old enough to have families of their own, they all have great careers, and they all have family in which their values are instilled as to what their family is. So I, I have to say that, that our time in scouting played a huge part in it, because we were an extended family. That family that loves you, and accepts you for all that you are, even your little quirks that may annoy your own blood family, but it is, so my time in scouting really started with a passion of being a volunteer, and then I was able to become a professional. So a little different on this end, but I can still see and know the value of the program.
0: From the volunteers that participate, what could you identify possibly as those special moments that you see happening between them and and the scout
1: oh there's so many there oh there's so many it's the simple things it's it's the the sitting down with a kindergarten first grader and them not knowing how to tie their shoes and you teaching them how to do a simple knot and the elation on their face when they get it, when they get it, when they become that, you know, they, they've learned it and they, they get so excited. And you realize that you, you gave them the tools. You didn't do it for them. You gave them the tools for them to be successful. You know, it's, it's when you take a group of 9 and 10-year-olds and you go on a camp out and you're there for a week and it's the first time some of them have been away from homes, first time some of them have been without electricity, without a flushing toilet, and all of these things that really are yeah. our creature comforts. They are what we hold dear. But to have these, they're, they're at that I'm just going to be macho stage, but I'm still kind of a little kid stage. So their personal growth as they go through the week and the first night, them being too scared to even sleep, that by the end of the week, it's nighttime and they're taking their parents' hand and saying, no, no, we can go up to the campsite, even though it's a mile away walk in the dark, it's okay because they have the confidence. They've grown it. They have felt secure to know that they can do it. So it's those simple things that that you see as a volunteer. You realize that it's in those little moments that make the big moments, that you're there to help a person, a little person, become a great person. So as a volunteer, the give back is that love and that devotion that you get from the Scouts that you're working with, but also for yourself, your personal growth for yourself. You learn, you learn a lot. <laughs> so it's, it is very rewarding.
0: Absolutely, being leader is a process of learning. Boy Scouts are this institution and this legacy of sharing and learn mm. And making it a cycle. What mm-hmm. you learn, you pass it on to the next yes. one. And you just infuse that wisdom mm-hmm. onto the next one to continue providing that knowledge and making our community a better one with the times that we're living. But adjusting to the most basic and fundamental values mm-hmm. of what being a group and being all part of one community means.
1: Mm, yes, yes, very true. It, it, it That's very true. You know, we, we look at people that stay involved in scouting for a long time. Oftentimes, I'm fortunate to meet people from all over the world, not just here, but all over the world that say to me, oh, I started out as a Cub Scout when I was, you know, seven or eight and they're in their 60s and 70s, and they'll say, I've stayed involved. I, I was my son's scoutmaster, but now my grandchildren are there. I am I help out with it, or I go ahead. It's that sense of belonging, that sense of community that you get, not just within the geographic community that you live in, but because scouting is a worldwide organization, we're a community of the world. So.
0: What are your long-term expectations of the Holyoke, and the the local community that is right now involved?
1: I, for long term, for myself, I would love to see Holyoke become a mainstay of scouting, that we develop a group of Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts, not just in the Highland part of Holyoke, but also in the flats area where we have no scouting right now how great would it be to take a kid who lives in this city and be able to bring them out into nature to show them what it is how amazing would it be to spend the night in a museum where you get all snuggled into your you know, sleeping bag. Nobody really sleeps, but it is a it is an experience that you get. And through the wide eyed innocence of a child, it's a different experience than it is for us as adults. I would love to see sc- the scouting in Holyoke. I would love for us to have a hundred to hundred and twenty kids in scouting. One of the amazing parts about the Boy Scouts of America is that we evolve as the world evolves and as our society evolves, we also. So come the fall of next year, we will have a co-ed program, which is really exciting, which means for those families that have boys and girls, they both can do it and they won't have to divide that, that energy. So we are very excited about that. I would love to see Holyoke become a scouting community that it's proud of their scouts, that these young men and women go on to become our leaders, our leaders that move us forward into the next part of, of Holyoke's history, where we're going from there. I think that we have the potential to do it and we, we can make it happen with just a little bit of support from the community. We can make it happen.
0: And when we mentioned the support and also the legacy of passing on and being an inspiring leader, We are uh, about to have an event and a celebration that is a way of recognizing that leadership and inspiration by one person that works together with the community. Mm -hmm. And that also is, in a way, this model of what the scouts mean in our local community. This is particularly this event that is going to happen on November 30th at the Lock Cabin. And this is going to be the Good Scarlet Award that is going to be given to a good friend of us, Eddie Case, who has been leading the Holyoke Safe Neighborhood Initiative for several years. It started originally as a South Holyoke Safe Neighborhood Initiative, but then seeing the needs and also the results of this engagement with the community, it became a citywide effort Mm -hmm. that now is showing so much help and support for different members in our community citywide. And the Scouts being the ones providing this honor, this recognition to Eddie Case is, I believe, a good way to create more of these connections that to me feels the logical thing to do. Because it is about that, about recognizing the assets in our city and to bring them together.
1: I I have to say, if we we were to look at people that we meet, Eddie is the epitome of what we want in a leader and what, you know, he's an honorary scout in my mind. He just is, is an amazing force and his dedication and his love and his passion for Holyoke is amazing, but it is just infectious. You just, you meet him and you have a conversation with him and you you just can't help but think, my gosh, what can I do to make it better? How can I help? I mean, he has done an amazing job with his basketball program and he has come to help us out in several different ways in scouting. In simple ways, but he, it's been Inability where we've been able to grow, and we have been able to get into some areas where that have been a little difficult for us. But Ed has really been the driving force to say, We need this, and he has done everything in his power to help us to continue and to keep moving forward and to get scouting to be a mainstay in the community. So I, I feel like this dinner is definitely just a small token. Of appreciation for him because he really is quite an amazing person.
0: What well, was his reaction when you inform him about this decision of having having him to be the the recipient of this award? Oh, he
1: he was so humbled. You know, he's not a very um, boisterous person in terms of his what he has done. The rest of us know, but he doesn't toot his own horn. And he was just so humbled, and he was he w- was so honored. So. We were, it was very touching.
0: What are also the expectations of more engagement from the community? Because now having uh, Eddie Case being recognized by the scouts, it also connects with all the different organizations and people that Eddie is involved with in our city. What do you think it could be a possible way to enhance this network of connection with different possible collaboration?
1: I'm hoping that after Thursday night, we can say that we will have another Cub Scout pack started, that we have a group of at least five adults that say we can get this started for the Cub Scout age, which is our the five to 11 year olds or the five to 10 year olds. And then um, for us to have a group of people that say, you know what, I think I can take on a Boy Scout troop and that for me to 11 to 18 year old boys, just for some adults to say, okay, we can do this, we can help and we want to make sure that youth of Holyoke have the opportunity To be part of something that will teach them but will also show them so much so and with that we're hoping to be able to at least send a couple of boys to camp this summer from this dinner
0: so how can uh, people get more information get involved sign up either for volunteering or to sign up their, their children?
1: So we have a website, the Western Massachusetts Council Boy Scouts of America. You Google it, it pops right up. And um, I am always willing to take phone calls and emails and they can email me. My email is leslie, L-E-S-L-E-Y dot B-I-R-K at scouting org. And our phone number down at the Westfield office is 413- And my extension is 7014. So I will gladly come out and talk to whoever would like to talk to me about scouting.
0: And all this information also uh, is available in our posting of this story on our website, radioplasma.com. So that way you can get in contact and get to know more about the scouts, how to get involved, what to do. And I'm thinking... The winter is almost here, and yes. what are the plans? What are, what are the kind of activities that, that take place?
1: Oh, we have we, scouting goes year round, and the winter is no exception. The winter time is a great time for us to. So, some of the events that we have that are outdoor events are we have what's called the Klondike Derby, which is for the Boy Scouts, the 11 to 18 year olds. They make a sled out of wood, and there's they have to push the sled, pull the sled. They're g- broken up into groups of four to five boys. They make the sled. They bring it to this area. And actually, this year, we're up in Ashfield at Sanderson Academy, so there'll probably be snow. <laughs> and we'll, they get to go through some areas, and they have to stop and and do a station. A lot of times the stations are either a first aid station where they have to apply some kind of first aid. They um, One of the stations is usually where they have to stop and boil water, but they have to figure out how to start the fire. And then it's not just, oh, we're going to bring some matches. We'll say, you know, the boys can't have matches, or they have to have these type of things, so that way they use those skills that they learned and they get to go around and do. And then they... Get a prize at the end, whoever the first one is. It's more of a ribbon and more of a boasting than it is an actual trophy. It's more like, you know, we did it. We accomplished all of these things, and we got it done. And it's about teamwork because they have to work together. So we have our Klondike, and then we also have our Yukon days, which is for our Cub Scouts, which is 5- to 10-year-olds. And this year we're doing an Olympic theme because the Olympics are in February, and our event is February 3rd. And we, it's, it is so much fun. You get to go to different stations, do some different activities. This year, it'll be all about the nation that each group picks. So ahead of time, they figure out what activity they want to do. The Cubs come, they do the activities, they get to do some fun stuff. And at the end of the day, they're, you know, usually wet because we have sleigh riding and and then they go home and they they usually have a great day. It's a great day. You're outside. It's the fun. It's the winter. And one of the great activities that we do in Western Massachusetts here for the, in January over Martin Luther King weekend, is we take a trip to the Boston Science Museum and we get to go there with several other unit for other areas. There's usually scouts from Connecticut and other parts of Massachusetts that come. We go there, we spend the night. The museum is great about hosting activities for us. We do some different type of things throughout the museum. And then we spend the night in the museum and we get up in the morning and we have access to the museum. We just have to make sure that all of our stuff is out before the main crowd gets in. So it is an interesting experience. So we have, those are the things that we have coming up right now as a whole group and each unit has their own activities. This is a great time of year where we do some, you know, indoor type of skills. We teach you how to tie knots and all that fun stuff. But we never want to take the outdoors out of scouting, so we try to be outside as much as possible.
0: So this is definitely an opportunity for families to consider getting your kids involved and learn, share, and become leaders. Mm -hmm. And most important, engage with different activities that have to do with your community, Mm -hmm. with our own community. This is something that we need to nurture. Not only expect that schools are the ones responsible of that. It is all together as families and as service providers to make sure that our kids have those opportunities. So it all starts by that, taking that chance. And what a better time than the winter when we think there is nothing to do. And actually, it is one of the most funniest times to get to do things.
1: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. We have a lot of fun in the winter.
0: So let's remind one more time about the... um, Good Scouted Award event that is happening this Thursday, November 30, mm-hmm. at the Log Cabin. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is uh, starting at 6 p.m.?
1: It is, 6 p.m. It's not too late to purchase tickets. Um, actually, Ed has some, or you can contact me, and you can go right on our website and sign up for it. So,
0: And also, to uh, look for more information about the Scouts and how to get involved, either signing up your, your kids or volunteering, providing whatever skills, knowledge you have in order to get kids to learn something from you, to have fun. Mm-hmm. That's possibly the most important thing for them to do because when they have fun, everything becomes a learning experience.
1: That's right. That's right. Very true.
0: Leslie, any last remarks that you have?
1: I, I don't know if I do. I sometimes talk a lot about scouting, <laughs> so I... Appreciate your time and I thank you for allowing us this opportunity.
0: Oh, absolutely. Thank you for being here, for giving to our community these opportunities. And I know sometimes to start and get something uh, into the momentum mm-hmm. takes time, takes effort. Yes. But by having these opportunities to connect and to mm-hmm. talk about it, I know this is a good way to keep that momentum going yes. on and, yeah, keep engaging with people. So, you are always welcome to come back and to keep sharing uh, any activities, any plans, oh, thank any you. possibilities for people to get involved and know more about the Scouts. Oh,
1: thank you very much.
0: This is the Radio Plasma podcast, and we're talking with Leslie Burke, District Executive of the Scouts of America here in Holyoke. And remember, this is part of the conversations and the stories that become important for us to know because it has to do with our city, with our community and services and opportunities for our youth to do stuff that is fun that is creative something that is going to infuse some values and education so i want to thank leslie for your time and your information and and the work that you're doing thank you. and also congratulations to eddie case and he will be joining us in a future conversation to talk about all of his work with the Holyoke Safe Neighborhood Initiative and also his experience receiving this award by the scouts. So thank you, Leslie, one more time. And with this, we conclude this conversation at the Radio Plasma Podcast. This episode was produced and recorded at the Plasma Media Lab here in the Gander at Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Mass. I'm your producer and host, Johan Vega. Thank you for listening.